this thing on? All right. We have started. We did. I can I can hear myself echoing through that brain case of yours, Mr. Titan. I can't help that. I'm not doing anything different than I normally do. Okay, Homer. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, what's up? What are we talking about tonight? <clears throat> well, a couple things. Um, I saw an interesting article, and uh, I sent it over. Uh, I think it was on Discord, if I'm not mistaken. But the UN came out <clears throat> and started lambasting all of the uh, global central banks saying, hey, quit raising rates, quit uh, fiddling with all this stuff. We need some yes, kind of hence my clickbaity title. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking about that and I'm watching the crypto market and it's not really affecting anything in the crypto market. And what that tells me is, first of all, two things. Why is the UN getting involved in this? And number two, why why would they even allude to the fact that crypto could be affected? Because everybody's throwing in their two cents. Crypto Twitter, these these talking boxes on on YouTube. Oh, they're they're trying to to kill them. Okay, how does this even relate? That makes absolutely no sense to me, and it really aggravates me when when news like that comes out and people take it to heart. I don't see my portfolio isn't dropping any further than it already has. Hey, mine's gone up like a ton in the last since since they announced it. Um I think I think the uh the UN is doing that frankly to give the United States cover for raising in, for for lowering interest rates. Yeah, lowering not doing more basis points. I think I think they're still going to raise the basis points and interest rates and just not as much. And it's going to give them cover. They're going to be like, oh, well, you know, listening to the U.N., I guess we'll, we'll back off a little. But uh, I think it's directly uh, related to crypto. But uh, I'd like to talk about that further. But I want to have a, a public service announcement here, first of all. This is not a paid public service announcement, but rather the, the opposite. I'm paying for it. Um, so... Um, I've turned 50 recently, and uh, they the, the doctors recommend that uh, when you get 50, that they uh, that they have the opportunity to shove a big long snake with a camera on it up your asshole. So I'm preparing to get that done in the next day or so, which means I've drank a lot of Miralax, and we're just going to see how long I can hold off, how long I can handle it. So if you if you hear me vanish. If I'm not responding anymore, it's because I'm gone. And uh, Titan will say all sorts of neat things about what's actually happening to my asshole at that very moment <laughs> with the Miralax. Well, of course, I'm going to give you shit about and, that. And yes, you and, and if you are getting to be older, like 50 and up, you should do it uh, or you should get it done because uh, um, it, they can detect cancers a lot sooner that way. And... If you have any relatives with cancer, it, it raises your uh, what uh, likelihood of getting one. So that's end of public service announcement. I will not talk about that any further, but I may disappear. 
Yep. You will. I've been through that already. And it, it hits you all of a sudden. Do not trust any farts, first of all. And second of all, more public service announcements. Oh. Um, for, for those of you who are Gala Gold on the uh, Gala server, you've got oh, a lot you, of you reading can't, to do. You, can, you can't tell what happens in Gala Gold. I'm not. Okay. Those of you who are and missed it, you have a lot of reading to do. Those of you who are not Gala Gold, you may want to become a Goldie. They're dropping and some bombs in there. They let me put it to you this way without disclosing any information, because that's illegal. What I can tell you is that every gala playa that you can think of was in there at the exact same time doing a whole lot of gum flapping. <laughs> and what I mean by that <clears throat> is you not only had bucks but Bitbender and Irrelevant and Jesse and Robotron and most of the mods. Cade I saw was in there. Vera was in there. Um, and yeah, so you're trying to say something without saying something. But yeah. To, to keep from getting I, in trouble, you're going to put it as a, hey, you need to go buy Gala Gold so you can find out what yeah. the hell they're talking about. Yeah, you need to get in there. And if you if you maybe just haven't made it over that way, and you're already gold, you've got quite literally about 74 pages of scrolling to do. And I think a lot of you uh, will be very happy with what you read. That's well, my public service announcement. Wasn't there something announced publicly, though, recently on Twitter? Lots of things. Lots of things. DreamWorks, right? Yeah. I uh I wound up trolling people. Uh, so DreamWorks posted uh, about uh, some new Vox coming, and uh, so I posted on there to uh, I started trolling the <laughs> no pun no pun intended. Started trolling the people who are trolling the the DreamWorks tweet. You were a busy little bee tonight. Well, yeah. DreamWorks animation i'm trying to find their twitter page so i can i can read see if anybody responded to my my bs well okay so so when when you go on there and troll like that um it's quite fun but at the same time you've got to remember that uh well the way that you trolled that guy that you get you should make yourself a role for twitter band we have gala band you got to get uh, a Twitter ban. Well, that's because... pretty easy. You just need some dumbass on Twitter to ban you, to, to block you. <laughs> right. Um, well, so I was reading what you were saying, and it's kind of funny because that that person was stomping their feet and crying about how NFTs are horrible for the environment and for this and for that and the other, and you're trying to educate them and they block you. That makes no sense. Um, so I even stated it in later tweets. People don't get on Twitter to actually find out information. They go on Twitter to vent their spleen. They, they People just want to advertise and spread vent their spleen. And they just want to, you know, 
they, they just want to say what they like more. It's it's like, you know, little kids talking about Barney the dinosaur. Um, so all these responses to to DreamWorks uh, saying things about Vox is, is basically saying, you know, we like it the way it is. Uh, you know, we like Luigi. We like this. We like that. Oh, so you you like things that you have no control over. You, you don't like to own anything that you get. So the one thing I like about NFTs is the fact that you can own some aspect of the game that you're playing. And of course, everybody thinks it's a scam and that it's going to going to die. But more and more companies are getting into this shit every single day, every day. I just retweeted a couple things. Um, somebody else got into. What was it? Uh, some other people got into the market. I'm going to have to go check my my tweeter. I don't know where you're trying to go with that, though. You're you're losing me quick. I was trying to say that investment is go getting more in crypto than ever before. Well, all right. So I think people have have learned a big important lesson in that playing lottery ticket shit coins is probably not the best way to do things. <clears throat> um, they, a lot of people got got really, really, really wrecked in this downturn. And there are people that are even more desperate now because they got wrecked really bad in this last downturn. So I, I think where more money is coming in is to your your far more solid tokens and coins. Um, I've noticed that like if you if you watch what is that the whale watcher? I think you turned me on to whale watcher on Twitter. And it's an automated bot that automatically tells you when big transactions happen. There are some ridiculously big transactions happening uh, on Bitcoin, and the price really isn't moving. So that tells me that a lot of money is going in and out of there. Whereas you look at some of the other ones, even like VET, some of the real big tokens, and th small buys are making some pretty big impacts. So I think people are pushing into the the blue chips, so to speak. And a lot of these smaller tokens are just taking a bath. So, okay, back in 2018, when the market cratered before, um, a lot of people lost a lot more money than they have now. I think that the deal is, though, there's a lot more people that were in the market this time around. And so you had a lot more people, uh, not, not well, still losing a bit, uh, still losing a lot, but not as much as previously. Um, it's funny because the U.S. government has referred to this crypto crash several times already recently in, in regards to increasing regulation. In fact, they they just uh, I think the uh, the Biden administration just recently said uh, we, we need Congress to hurry up with this shit because uh, people are losing a lot of money. I mean, they're, they're really wanting to regulate fast. And unfortunately, I don't think they know what the hell they're doing. 
oh, there's no doubt they don't know what they're doing. They they're like they're like a lot of the the people who start out in crypto. So they know just enough to be dangerous. And that's what makes it dangerous. They think it's like the stock market and it's not. They don't understand the bigger volatility. They don't understand that these things aren't regulated by anybody and there's no protection. There's no email that you can send if there something goes wrong. They think, you know, perhaps things can be reversed. And I mean, it just turns into a, a giant certainly, mess. There's certainly some modernizations that need to come. People should be able to have some ability for recourse. I, I like that. I agree with that. Um. I'm perfectly fine with the with the government uh, strongly insisting on if you're going to uh, service a coin or if you're going to put out anything like if, if I if you simply say, well, I'll give you an airdrop if you get 1000 of this coin. And then something goes wrong, there should be recourse uh, or better yet, if, if you don't get enough, there should be recourse. But right now it's just like, well, whatever, whatever I got is whatever I got. But if you're going to start saying shit like that you're going to have to mean it. So there is a certain amount of regulation that's good. In fact, even there, there's going to be accidental purchases. Yeah, I like that, the, the concept of a purchase being able to be reversed. There needs to be a standard and it should be implemented on blockchains and it should happen. Um, I'm not entirely sure of, of how that could be done other than maybe delaying some transactions to say... Um, you you can settle now, but you have a chance to revert it in the next two hours. Uh, just like now, you can even untweet a tweet. You can undo a tweet right now. So undoing a cash transaction would make some sense to me. So there's, there's now, some things, things that can be added that are common sense that will happen. I read, and I didn't read the article, I have to admit. But I did see the headline in a Twitter post. There's an EIP. It's like 4963 or something like that that's up now for Ethereum. And it would allow for reversals um, with special contracts. You could actually code a contract with the ability to do reversals on Ethereum. So that really... Um, that really raised an eyebrow. I mean, it's no different than fiat. If you enter into these transactions and there's a limitless supply and instant reverses for in perpetuity, right? It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, there, there's, there's still some places to grow. So I'm fine with that. Did we just talk about all the subjects we were planning to talk about? Sort of, yeah. Um, well, we jumped off that that UN thing pretty quick. So, with with uh, let me let me revisit that real quick because there was a couple of points I wanted to to ask you about because of uh, your wisdom, eternal wisdom. So, let's assume for a moment that. The Fed does take the UN's message into heed and decides to stop raising interest rates. 
what that does essentially is is cuts cuts the ability for the government to reclaim those assets that they spent. It's better for the people short term, but worse for the economy long term. Conversely, if they do the opposite, it's worse for us short term, but better overall long term. Which would you rather have, the pain now or the pain later? Me personally, I, I well, uh, if you have all the pain now, you're certainly going to solve the problem. But a lot of people, me personally, I'd be fine with the pain now. But the problem is you have a lot of people, most people actually, that cannot handle that amount of pain. It's not like money grows on trees. <laughs> so we, we've had problems with, with, you know, with, with our supply system. We've had prob, prob, problems with jobs. Um, people don't have a lot of savings to be able to handle a lot of this pain that's going on right now. So what I would prefer is a more measured approach. So I think, I think they might be doing it. Uh, sooner rather than later so that they can get what they can get and then you know at a certain political point ease off really quickly be like okay and i i really do think that the u.n announcement was somewhat intentional i think i think the united states might have even said hey u.n i know you're having a problem with this how about you tweet that and then and then they could say well taking into account what the u.n has said we're, we're gonna we're gonna take our foot off the gas for a little while or off the brake <clears throat> and see how it goes. See how it goes. Oh, yeah, yeah quote me. So, so do you think? Do you think the U.S. is going to take a stand here and do whatever they want anyway, or do you think they take that into consideration? Does it make them look weak, or or? I have no idea. What? I mean, see, because there's there's a lot of posturing going on, and with this potential larger conflict looming over in uh, Ukraine and Russia. And uh, as we've talked about before, the uh, U.S. dollar, you know, kind of wandering into people's minds as potentially not being the world reserve currency forever and oil purchases being made and other things. Does it put the the U.S. into a weaker position by bowing to that? Bowing? I mean, as as long as they're able to say we don't we do it because it suits us to do it. I mean, they can say whatever they want. Um, it would certainly. I, I don't see that as making them look bad. I think it gives them cover in case they want to do it. Whether they actually do it or not is another story. How do you think that affects crypto? We talked, you talked about it a little bit about the decoupling and wondering when that would happen. I think everybody who's following crypto is is uh, buying crypto right now, personally. Uh, everybody else who got burned by crypto is probably still pissed off about crypto. <laughs> <laughs> do you um, think the decoupling comes with this crumble? I, I, I think it's very possible. I'm not that smart. I don't I don't know when the decoupling would happen, but the decoupling is going to happen when crypto is needed for something that dollars can't do very easily. And if it's needed for stability, some sort of stability, 
then you're going to start having some decoupling. I really hope it does. They crypto does need that boost. They do have to get away from that. And I realize, like you know, your your main argument in the past when we've talked about this is, well, it you know the bots are the bots, and they're going to work in the stock market, and they're going to work in crypto, and yeah. that's a, a primary driver. And they're gonna they're gonna I, jump between a whole bunch of different things. Yeah. Yeah, I I just I I think. I think the time is coming where it's going to happen. And I think if we, if, if good old Jerome goes against that and like they were saying like uh, 75 basis points is what the next one they thought would be. If, even if they, even if they cut that in half and go, you know, 35 basis points, 40 basis points, I, I think that's going to, that's going to be the teeter totter effect. And I think it's going to take, and and really push crypto away from traditional fiat. I, I think that's enough <clears throat> of a hedge to do it. I there, there's got to be a, a killer app, uh, if to, to use Web two terms. Uh, Web two took off because there was a killer app out there, or maybe that's even Web one. That shows how old I am. Um, that's that's <laughs> what Bill Gates used to say. Killer apps were why you would buy an operating system, and so on. But then Web 2, basically you had all sorts of web applications that kind of fit that too. There's, there needs to be something with crypto that people need crypto for. And I think gaming is a really good example of that. You're going to, in order to play some of these games, you're going to have to have the crypto. You can make it in the game by, by playing the game, but you're, you're probably going to, you might want to come in fully loaded. You might want to uh, increase your odds and buy a whole bunch of, you know, stuff crypto to pay it with. Once you start doing that, having to buy crypto to get things in games, and then starts becoming traded back and forth. I mean, that's its own little micro economy. But there's a lot of gamers in the world. Um, so as far as gamers are concerned, it's got to be a game that gamers just cannot do without. I don't know. Um, because a lot of gamers are suspicious right now. And for good reason. They're suspicious because of all that uh, downloadable content makes games cost a whole lot more than you pay. You pay like 60 bucks for a game, and then you have DLC, or you get like one or two levels, and then you, you've got to pay for a lot of DLC to really enjoy playing the game. But also what's, what's more interesting is, and this is what people forget, is once that game goes, quote, off the air, it's gone. Um, if they decide to stop hosting it, it's gone. It's it's not like games are just going to keep, you know, staying there forever. If they stop being profitable, they're gone. And crypto gives gamer uh, specific games an additional reason of staying around. Also, you can you can decentralize a game with a crypto. You can a company can literally walk away from a game, and it still be running. And things and, and the people who've been playing it will still benefit that's something that well standard games cannot do until they upgrade the contract and it breaks the game you have to have somebody still pushing code some, to it and somebody mean, will have to upgrade it again to unfuck <laughs> what they have fucked all right i i i'm i'm not sure in theory i think that's great but i don't think it's practical at this point to have fully decentralized games, I, I don't think that would gonna, work out. I think it's going to well. take a, it's going to take a while to build up to that. I mean, a lot of a lot of the promise of the web 
was seen back in web one days. You know, I remember I remember thinking, boy, ain't the web nice, but I can't seem to log into my bank. I'd really like to log into my bank. Then it'll be then it will be something. And so Web two came along and Web two is basically security. Um, I you you'd ne I never trusted my credit card on, on the Internet until security stuff. And then HTTP was created and, and all of a sudden it became much more secure. And so then I started doing everything on the Web. And then I was like, ah, that's why people were really into the Web, because they saw this 10 years prior. The same thing with crypto. I mean, the, the infrastructure is there. It just needs to be built out. So with 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 the way that gaming is going and all the experiments and trying new <clears throat> things and some have simple economies, some have ridiculous economies. Do, do you think do, do you think even the the hardcore gamers are going to embrace it for the game part of it? Not right away. Again, they, they need a strong reason to do it. So we play spider tanks and it's kind of fun. But is it is is spider tanks worth putting $2500 into it to try and get some earnings? Does that take away from the game? I'm I'm trying to think like a like a gamer. Compared to what's out there, Spider Tanks is shit. Let me tell you, Spider Tanks is neat and all, but it's it's really kind of like an arcade game. Um, you know, when I think of, of better games, I think of like EVE Online and Star Citizen. And even my thoughts are uh, dated. There's probably a lot cooler, better games. You could, you could say things like Minecraft and, and Roblox, which is what my, my son is playing. Um, there's nothing like Minecraft and Roblox out there. But Mirandus actually promises to be just that. Mirandus is going to take a while if it wants to be like Minecraft and Roblox. But right now, the offerings the, the offerings of crypto games are pretty paltry. So right now, there's no reason. I mean, you want a good game, go do a good standard game. You're going you're gonna to have a lot more fun. Uh, you've got to have a you've got to have a major major gaming house making a real fucking good game for for people to really switch what they're doing just like a, a new console you know back in back in the day when, when the, the atari and nintendo came out and the sega genesis and all that each new console console would come out with uh some good games that you could only play on that console same thing crypto is uh nfts pff, gaming crypto gaming nfts are are that new console that people need to be talked into buying and so so there's there's also two levels. One is is the average gamer going to need twenty five hundred dollars worth of NFTs? No, they're not. They're going to need probably sixty dollars of NFTs because that's how much people pay for games. Uh, you buy the NFT, you can play the game. It's it's going to make it just like uh, regular stuff. But of course, there's all the DLC, which means you'll want more NFTs. Which means over a period of time, you'll spend up to two thousand dollars. Maybe after a couple of years, spend up to two thousand dollars building out your game, your game stuff. The good news is all the money you put into it, unlike Star Citizen and EVE Online and some other things, um, all the money you put into it, you can actually get back out by yanking those NFTs out and selling them online somewhere. You can't do that with uh, 
with with a lot of these other games. They they're specifically against this. Their their TOS will ban any account that that uh, that they determine has transferred to somebody else illegally, uh, and and they have a lot of legal terms. Uh, they really want to manage your assets uh, in in the game. So no, you can't take it out of their game. They're going to manage it hundred percent. And if they go out of business, too bad. Um, so crypto in, until the standard gaming can can answer that, then crypto is going to win in that department. Hopefully by then crypto will have some good games. So let me bring this up again because we've talked about it a couple of times over the last year and haven't talked about it in probably about six months. And boy, did we have a, a good heated argument on, on this topic. We spent probably an hour of one show arguing back and forth about this. So you have pretty much every, every gaming ecosystem is kind of a closed system. So I understand you can flip it to a stable coin or flip it to ETH and move it to a different platform and, and play and stuff like that. But do you think this, this everybody, like Gala would be like PlayStation and EVIO would be like uh, Xbox, right? So you have this closed system. You might have multiple games on it, but... Is that the best way to approach this? Oh, beats me. I mean, this is it's it's going to be it's going to be evolving in a very capitalist way. Um, sure, that's what they're doing right now. Um, I really think years from now things are going to evolve to the point where what we're doing now seems very laborious. For example, back in the day when email addresses first came out. I couldn't just get an email address anywhere. I had to go to the local community college to get an email address. And so, um, so I, I, I literally went to, I think the, the library, the local community college allowed public email addresses. So I went there, signed up for one, paid $10, got an email address. Then I was able to log in. And I just wanted that so that I could do some uh, correspondence back and forth with people. And the email addresses back back in the 80s even were very complicated numbered addresses that you'd see like a, like a, thinking quantum link um quantum link had had just these really complicated uh email addresses it it, it couldn't be just faz at you know faz.com it was it was you know faz132765 at quantumlink.com um and even then that sometimes the email address was was abbreviated so you just say at quantum link um over time email addresses got simpler easier to use it became easier to send emails emails are now um you know spell checked and and all sorts of conveniences are, are there for your email and it's really easy to get and use an email address right now crypto wallets right now are cryptic i mean can you tell me your your crypto address off the top of your head no now yes i are. can oh stop now there are there are services. Nope, nope, nope. There there are services like uh like Ethereum the ENS the Ethereum naming bingo. I, I was I was making a point with you don't <laughs> you can't you can't tell me your actual crypto address. The Ethereum naming service is a is a 
associated name, a name associated to that address. It's a name. It's not an address. It is because so you can use it as an address, just like a website is a bunch of numbers, but they mask it with a cool name like fazradio.com. You're conflating the various technologies. The way a website works is you have a bunch of letters and numbers for your for your website server or a bunch of numbers even. And the uh, DNS service allows you to have a human readable name associated with that. And then they do they they do you a solid by when you type that into your browser, the browser goes and accesses that DNS server to find out the actual web page address. So no, those, those these are separate technologies. You don't know. It, it's hard for you to figure out the, the web address of whatever website you're, you're looking at just by looking at the browser. You're probably going to have to click here, click there, go to this, you know, look things up and then you'll find it. Well, the same thing with, with crypto addresses. I don't know my crypto address, but I, I definitely know the, uh, the 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 nickname that I purchased on e on on ENS. I think it's called ENS. Yeah, I, I know the nickname. Great, and I can tell other people the nickname. But Coinbase doesn't support those nicknames. People have to support that stuff, which means if you're going to send stuff to people, they have to go look at the ENS service and then look up that name and so on. So, I mean. Yes and no. You can you can be right and tell me you know your your crypto address, but you don't. You know the nickname. Same thing. It'll get there. It'll get there only if supported. It won't get there if you type it into a, an exchange that doesn't support it. Makes you not want to use that exchange. So the exchange probably wants to hook up to as many of these services as possible. That's that's what I'm getting at. All these technologies still have to. Uh, to grow and start plugging into each other. I, I was there for the web too. I was, I was developing during web two. I was developing all this stuff, connecting to each other. All that stuff needs to happen with crypto. And it's a lot of that stuff is laid out, but not a lot of people have adopted it yet. And you'll see when, once grandma can get in, in, uh, use crypto wallets, then you'll see crypto taking off. She won't do it unless she has a reason. Like she must, she's got to pay her rent. And that's the that's the easiest way to pay her rent or something. Or the bank kicked her out and she can't get a bank account, so she has to use crypto. I don't think we're to that level of adoption. I'd love to be there. I really would. I, I would love for us to have just unfettered uh, access. And I think the banks have to get into this a little bit deeper. Even I mean, a lot of them are starting to apply for custody, I noticed the bigger ones, but if they can even, that'll probably be the, the, you know, crypto as a service, CAAS will be the new thing. Crypto as a service at the banks where they will automatically convert your, your tokens and your coins into fiat. And so you can pay bills that way. That's how they're going to make their money. And they'll just right. take a little spread across that. Just, just be aware that, um, you know, Internet as a service, apps as a service, platforms as a service. That stuff, that stuff took over a decade to, 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 to get put together. Um, there's a lot of underlying technologies that those things use that still have to be standardized and, and, and implemented. That's what I was doing. I was, I was putting all that stuff together as a computer programmer. And then, you know, in, in the last 10 years... Now we've been now we've been using those actual internet as a service things, uh, APIs, uh, 
uh, service APIs and so on. Before then, we, I was writing the APIs and there was no standard. Now there is. It, there's, if there's an API out on the internet, you can just connect to it. Oh, that's a REST API. Okay, bam, here you go. Uh, crypto has stuff like that, but it's it's not completely the easiest to use and it's not the most ubiquitous and there's not the most people trained to do it either. Everybody getting into crypto now is learning it for the first time. Yeah, well, it's it's a big learning curve for people who take, for example, I have a I have a family member that has been dabbling on maybe getting in. And go, go talk for a minute. I got to drain the weasel because I just drank a whole shitload of water with 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 all that stuff. And now it's coming out. I'll be right Don't back. Don't fart. I won't. Thanks. Um, so I'll let you know so, what happens. No, thanks. Um, but this this family member has been dabbling at wanting to get in. And the onus or genre around the whole thing has has really put a little bit of fear uh, out there because it's it's this newfangled thing and don't know how to go about doing it. Um, yet this family member has you know normal traditional accounts and investments and it's it's really no different. Um, once you get on that exchange, I mean, I obviously not going to send her over to. Uh, <laughs> you know, a DEX where she has no clue what she's doing. But on an exchange, it's it's fairly simple. But that second layer of getting it off, getting an address, getting a hardware wallet, those are things that are scary to a lot of people. All they've known their whole lives is one thing, and that's having a bank account. Um, and when that that isn't available, it scares the tar out of them. My mom is is kind of the same way. Um, she thinks it's cool, but doesn't trust it. And then you have the conversation around trusting the regular banking system. Is, is that the smart move? Um, with the way things go, especially now, me personally, I I really I, I trust fiat about the same as I trust crypto and I I don't. I I am very careful how I allocate things, where I put things. Um how this comes back into the to the gaming ecosystem, which is kind of where this started. These these closed systems I think are both a blessing and a curse, right? So you have these these platforms, we have Gala that we know and we love. We have EVIO. We have that new one. I think it's Miria is how you pronounce it, which is the, the Gala clone. And all of these ecosystems want to be the Steam type profile and have a handful of tokens on each one and keep people in that ecosystem, keep them sticky keep them buying the things that are on those platforms. And the difference is, is now you have like these top two gaming systems. You have Xbox, you have PlayStation. Those are the top two that people go to. Now you have this crypto gaming world verse, whatever you want to call it. And there's dozens 
and dozens. And you have players like EA who are getting into this and they're offering, from what I understand, and if I'm wrong, you can feel free to correct me. Um, but from what I see, they, they don't have uh, the ability to just jump right into crypto with their user base. It, it'll probably be a slow lead in. You know, they'll, they'll offer options for NFTs to purchase. And, it, you know, if you have the NFT, you'll have the option to earn some things and try and ease them in slowly. Um, I, I did suggest that, that Gala try and experiment with that and put out something in the traditional format and slowly ease people in to get some bigger adoption. We'll see if that ever comes into fruition. But uh, as, as we go forward, I'm not sure exactly how this is going to play out. I don't think any of us are. Uh, looks like Jenny is excited about Townstar. Uh, I, I don't know who's gold and who's not, uh, who listens to this, so I, I can't talk specifics. Jenny and Matt, I, I can't talk specifics. Really, really good stuff, though. And um, it is it is something in that gala gold that you'll want to see. Um, Benefactor actually wasn't wasn't the big leak dropper today, though. There was another person who took the lead on leak drops. Uh, it was kind of interesting. Um, Matt, you think it's going to go up in the UK? They turn the money printers back on? Yeah, I saw that. Well, the US is doing the same, uh, turning the money printers back on. Um, CH fan <laughs> had their colonoscopy about a year ago. Not too bad. Yeah. The, it, it, the colonoscopy itself, you fall asleep, man. They just they do their thing. It's the day before. Uh, where you can load up the scene from Dumb and Dumber, uh, that bathroom scene, and that's really what it's uh, what it's like. That's that's no fun whatsoever. Um, so Matt's getting married next month. Any advice? Uh, yeah, I got plenty, but uh, I'd like to keep my role as co-host on this show, so I'm going to keep that one quiet. Uh, I'm married well over twenty years. Love it. Um, your advice, my advice, uh, from my experiences is opposites do better. My wife and I are exactly opposite in quite literally everything. And, uh, we're solid as a rock, man. We're, we're rocking and rolling with it for us. That helped. There's others you'll talk to that'll say, uh, that you gotta be exactly alike. You gotta be best friends. Gotta do everything together. I think both can work. What, what I think on the marriage thing, though, is that uh, you have to be open and communicate. It's, it's lack of communication that leads to problems. So communicate, whether you're together uh, on thoughts or completely polar opposite, at least communicate to each other. Um, so back to gaming. Sorry, All I got right. distracted by the chat. Yeah, I got distracted by the chat. Um, I was talking about the gaming and, and the closed systems. I don't know if you were listening while you were nope. peeing. Nope. <clears throat> Good. We, we, we talked about you a lot and, Yay. and 
That's what people uh, talk about on Faz Radio. They talk about Faz. Hey, Faz <laughs> is unloading his asshole right now. <laughs> yeah, you're telling him a little bit too much. And and now I see, didn't. I didn't. I just had to pee. Nope. <laughs> pee out of your you're, butthole. You're hoping. You're hoping. Well, no, I'm not hoping. I'm just laughing because you don't seem to be taking this as serious as it is, boy. You are, you are in for a world of hurt. Um, <laughs> I'm one of those people that laugh on the way to the gallows. People don't think that I take it seriously, but what are you going to do? So my my favorite story about my ass. Um, oh, we have to is, hear about you and your intestinal issues. Do you have intestinal no, issues? No, no, I don't. Um, However, uh, I did have a doctor visit to right before the colonoscopy, the pre-visit, and uh, the doctor's office did was he in the to stick his finger up there. No, he he was offering uh, for sale the bidets, uh, and he had a, a partnership with this bidet company, and and I'd always wanted to try one of those things, and he said, "Look, hey, if you want to go try it, try it out," you know. This thing was like a Cadillac, man. And I went in there and it's got the heated seat. It's got the heated water and everything. And I'm thinking, all right, this is, this isn't going to work. A little bit of water shooting there is, is not gonna, I'll tell you what, I was impressed with this thing and I wanted to buy one, but it was like $700. If I had to have water blown up my asshole, I would have it done this way. The, the, I love the blue collar comedy people and Ron White did a skit on that. And he's like, he's like, you know, uh, Bidet tried it for the first time. And he's like, by the seventh time that day that I was in there. Um, but really, I, I still want one really bad. Those things are are fantastic. It, it It is surprising how well of a job it does cleaning. Way better than smearing it around with some Charmin. That was going a bit too far. Buy yourself some dude wipes, man. Get it over with. Dude, what the hell is a dude wipe? Dude wipes are basically baby wipes, but they rebranded it. They made it up, made a black package, and they made it like big, big beefy dudes can wipe their asses with baby wipes. You're not supposed to flush those. That'll fuck up your plumbing. They're actually designed to be flushed, believe it or not. Yeah, they they can say anything. Watch what they do, not what they say. <laughs> you mean watch the bills you have to pay when it st- stops up your your plumbing? Right, you're going to be selling all your gala just to get your plumbing unclogged. Anyway, so I'm sorry I interrupted you with 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 scat humor, and then you interrupted me with scat humor. Well, you brought it up, and it's like the topic of the night, and, it's my and public service I'm announcement. I am I am a middle-aged, immature 14-year-old, and when you talk about butts and poop, it, it makes me laugh. Yes, I still giggle in middle age about that. So, all right, we were talking about gaming and ecosystems and, and fun stuff like that. Um, so this, this move, it is, it is on CollectVox dot com for the series what are we on four vox and they put yeah they put on the website in the frequently asked questions something new and exciting 
And apparently this drop is going to be through Coinbase NFTs. How do you know that? Because it says so on there. Okay. Okay. If it says so. Um, I want to get you in trouble. No, I'm not going to get in trouble. I, I made sure it's in the frequently asked questions. I don't want you getting banned like Lycan did. No, no, no. So it, uh, it says here, uh, how do I pay gas fees, et cetera? You need to pay gas fees when purchasing your Vox Box in the Gala Store or Coinbase NFT Series 4. <coughs> oh, now they say dropping 10 14 22 october 14th yeah. i thought it was no so again their communication is shit so the pre-sale starts tomorrow and i don't even know what that means yet either nobody does, does that say that on the website um no that's that's some i don't even know where i saw quiet. that uh, it's ridiculous. It's a fire hose. How the hell are you supposed to figure out where the hell anything is over here? Anyway, I'm uh, yeah, you would. You're you're a male Karen. What do they call those? They have a name for them, I think. Marion. Um. Anyway, um, they're going to update. They said the uh. The collect vox because people are asking a lot of different questions, which are leading people to understand that the communication, while better, is still not where it needs to be. So keep an eye on collectvox.com at the bottom of the page if you are interested in that um, that vox series. It'll give you a lot of information. So. Um, that's really all I can say about that because I'm sure there's some non-goldies that are listening. Um, I can't get into specifics, but uh, how, much does, how much does it cost to get a gold membership now? I thought it was still fifty bucks. Is it still fifty bucks? I don't know. I don't know. I think I paid like ten bucks back in the day. I paid fifty bucks. I was only like three months behind you. I, I tried to FUD you out of it for three months, and then I acquiesced and got in. Build the Bear. That's right. Build the Bear has NFTs. That's what I was talking about earlier, but I, that, but I forgot about. Oh, I did see you. I make was trolling a... some dude on Build yeah. the Bear because they were all pissed off that Build the Bear was was you know going south like that. And so that's, that's going to be my new thing. I'm just going to start trolling people who bitch about NFTs. Just asking them simple questions because a lot of them now are like, well, they're still like the environment, the environmental thing. Uh, well, Ethereum NFTs are no longer environmentally dangerous. So now what's your problem? Well, they're just a scam. Okay, well, explain how they are. And they never get. And, and that's when I get blocked. <laughs> uh, one, one guy pretty much said it out straight. He's just like, look, I, I block people when I don't want to talk about it anymore. Wow, I haven't been in my gala account for a long time. Twitter is basically just for people to vent their spleen. I enjoy Twitter. I get a lot of information from Twitter. Maybe you're following the wrong people. It's good. No, well, I mean responses. I mean it's it's great to advertise on. Uh, but when people whenever people respond, they don't want conversations. They just want to tell you how cool they think something is. And if you disagree, even even nicely, 
I, I, I nicely disagree with people in public. I, I just give you the hard time. <laughs> you like giving me a hard time. That's that's like your job. Mm -hmm. That's what when when that that's what the what the job offering said when when you were hired. Must take shit from Faz. <laughs> Faz Radio. Oh my God! You just gotta keep keep pushing the buttons. Mm -hmm. I need some. We need Faz some additional Radio. people to take shit too. Well, we we've got to get uh, some more of the community on here. We had a great time with XRP. Um, XRP Detroit. Yep, 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 yep. We had a real good time with that. Um, so we need some more of you. Sorry, I was typing in my thing. I'm I haven't converted Gala for like ever. I'm converting it now. You can buy ETH. So you can buy one of those little troll things. I don't know if I'm going to buy it or not. But you're going to get the money ready. I am. In in case I do decide to get one, I'm going to have it ready. Because worst case scenario, I have some ETH, right? Which isn't a terrible thing. Um, What's well, so, up to right now? The price of Gala. Uh, 416. 4.16 cents. Crypto's going up, though. Is Gala going up with the rest of crypto? No. Townstar's going up. Look at that. Almost back up to two cents. Woohoo! Get out of here, really? Pretty good for a coin that doesn't do anything. Well, because it's not doing anything is probably why that is the way it is. They'll figure it out. They, 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 put, they, they put a lot of money into that. Well, uh, I I think I think they'll figure it out. Yes, but I there was a conversation in one of the channels. I don't even know where if it was here or over on the Gala server. Um, the general consensus seems to be that it will come back. It will do okay but not be the hit that everybody thought it would be you're talking about townstar right yeah townstar and i think i think there's a niche for that but but a lot of the comments seem to be geared around you know it's it's kind of advertised ish as a multiplayer game but really you're just playing by yourself well, okay. So, in my opinion, Townstar is just starting out. And if they're in it for the long haul, then they're going to be adding features as years go by. They're constantly going to be adding features. And the, their whole purpose is to make money off of it. So, the more money they make, the more features they can add, and so on. Um, at the moment, it seems to be like a version of SimCity. Okay. SimCity is kind of the same way. It's not really a multiplayer game. I mean, you could have other people's cities, but I don't think you can interact with them, or at least the, the version I last left, uh, you couldn't. But um, you know, eventually they're they're gonna they're gonna develop it further and further. There's there is a way to share resources between cities that that's named Jimmy, but Jimmy got uh, 
got captured by a UFO, kidnapped by a UFO, and uh, basically they they wanted to take that out of the uh, the picture for a while until they I think found a way to to balance that concept with crypto or with with town. Great, they have a lot of other things they can put in the game. Remember, they just hired a a AAA game developer to make it a whole lot better. I think what they're going to come out with is going to be somewhat interesting and compelling. The The real question is how long? I mean, I, I think it, when it comes back and earning comes back, earnings come back, I think you'll, you'll see a lot of, I think town will go up and the game will be fun. But you know, after six months, is it still going to be fun? Is town still going to stay up? That's their challenge. That's okay. That's the whole purpose of the company. That's the whole purpose of the coin. So that if town falls, that Mirandus's materium doesn't fall. You know, that they, they make separate coins so that, that the economies can be self-encapsulated. Great. That's in the design. If Townstar fails, then it fails, but materia but Mirandus doesn't. I I think uh my idea back when we talked to Carrie on the show, I still think my idea is the best idea ever, and they need to implement it ASAP. And that is to link Townstar with Legacy. And you can take the wool and the uniforms and transfer it to your Legacy store and sell it in Legacy. Oh, don't think they haven't thought about that. I'm, I'm sure that that's a possibility, but you, you, need, you need one game to be live first for that to happen. And two, I think both games need to be running for a while for them to be able to connect them together. I, I think they will. Uh, it, it only makes sense. And I would say that only because Gala Film had a movie, little movie trailer that they shopped around about six months ago when the Gala Film notes came out, where they were showing the IP of various games. Like they had a little Vox dude. They had a, a, little, a little dude a, a dude on a horse from Grit. They had uh, uh, the dude from Superior, Ronan from Superior. And they're all in the same video, uh, the same little little trailer. And so it was obvious to me that they were combining the IPs for all these things and getting them to work together. So, yeah, it makes sense. Once once things get moving on their own, then they're going to start combining them to make things better. And they'll probably start combining them once shit starts going downhill. It's like, oh, Townstar was great uh, until this happened. But then they're going to come back. And then six months later, you're going to see that they can connect with another game. And you're like, wow. Wow, they they really did good. So it's it's just going to be rinse and repeat. It's that's what game companies do. So we haven't heard much more about Gala developing any other games. Do you think they're 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 going to develop more of their own, or just focus on Townstar Mirandus and just keep bringing in others and and not bother? Well, gee, everybody seems to have their own opinion about that. And the, all none of those people. That's why I have, brought it up. <laughs> none of those people that have that opinion uh, are running billion-dollar companies right now. Um, beats me. Um, I personally think, just like a lot of people, that they should concentrate on what they have. However, I'm realist. I'm I'm a realist, and uh, Eric Shiremeyer needs to be constantly beating the drum, uh, score. Uh, you know, for for more IP to host on Gala Games. If they want to be a Steam, Steam has thousands of games. Okay, Gala can have thousands of games. There's nothing wrong with that. Just realize that 
the Gala Development House isn't the same thing as the the Gala Games website. The Development House is is a separate like area, completely completely different. It's like um, trying to think in, of an example. Gala is an aggregator. They just happen to have some stuff that's that's in the aggregate too. Great, they can use that to kind of prime the pump for things. They can say, hold back a Mirandus release until Echoes of Empire comes out. Echoes of Empire is a separate studio. Um, and so it's like, okay, let's let's put some bang behind this buck. So I think it's good for them to have at least some games uh developing. The bigger if they're developing, if their development house gets really, really good. Uh, at doing what they're doing, sure, get as many games as you have as you want. You can scale up the concept. Um, so I, I like all the pieces that they're putting together, but I think a lot of people, a lot of people have some really strong opinions about how to run a multi-billion-dollar company, and uh, don't even. You have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Not that I know either. I mean, I like things, but I can't tell them that they're doing wrong because I don't know. Never ran a company that big. Well, I'm not saying right or wrong. Uh, I'm, uh, that's not what I meant. I, do, do you think? Do you think the interest is there, or do you think they'll just continue to be a publisher? I think Gala Games probably wants to be a publisher when it grows up, and it just so happens to be wanting to make games too because it realizes if I can't, if I think they they thought, well, if we can't get people to join, we should at least publish our own games. So I think they're kind of hedging their bets a little bit. Um, and if it depends on how successful they are as to where they go with that. If their games suck, then they'll then they'll keep getting additional other games and then downplay their own. But I think I think Miranda's is going to be pretty good. Well, I, I think I think it'll be good. Um it it just kind of struck me as odd, you know. I, I I understand they don't have the resources to be developing, you know, ten games and bringing in ten games from the outside, right? But um, with with Mirandus being that far out, and you're 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 constantly arguing, hey, look, they're they're working on things years before they you know put them out or months before they put them out. You would think that by now they they would have come out and talked a little bit more about uh, about a game another game they were going to develop themselves. Okay, um, don't they have thirty two games on their website, or uh, I think they have twenty five or twenty seven games on their website, and they alluded to like thirty two or thirty five games. Um, a lot of these games have contracts associated with them. They're trying to make deals with gaming companies to, uh, and and everybody has opinions about when things should be marketed. So I'd say for every game you see out there, there's probably another one that they're holding back right now. As time goes on, maybe there's two that they're holding back for every game. I mean, if their goal again, which their stated goal was to be like Steam, they're going to just keep building and build. I mean, getting getting more and more gaming companies involved. After a while. Every other day, there's going to be a new version of a game, and they're going to trumpet every single one of them. It's going to be constant, nonstop hype. If you're talking, I can't hear you. Yeah, because I'm muted again. Uh, I said that's that's a very interesting take. Um, what? How do I want to phrase this? If uh, 
you you are let me phrase it this way you are a a pretty good fan of gala games you you generally will go out and grab kind of one of everything all right at least one of everything what what are some of the besides fuzzle what are some of the things you would not be involved i mean does will you continue with music and film buying kind of one of everything there too or will it just be on the game side that you're focused if i have the money which at the moment uh due to the crypto cash i don't have shit but um i mean some things I, I i think really suck like the fuzzles i hate the fuzzles i did buy one because i think that there's something something's going to happen of them they're 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 kind of dropping hints that something's going to happen with the fuzzles okay so i got one um it might be a partnership with somebody else who knows um but uh i mean i don't have the money to to, to buy a bunch of music and film nfts but i might grab one if i think that the the film is good the uh and the music the problem is how would i know i mean i might grab it uh, a song if i can hear the song first but that seems to be the rub a lot of these things that they offer you buy them before you hear them do you think they'll they'll change the way they sell things in the future or will they stick with kind of the way they do it now definitely no they're gonna they're gonna do whatever they can get away with i mean they're just a publisher company they they no matter what it what it takes if coin if if having a partnership with coinbase is what they need you're going to see everything funneled through coinbase they don't care you know well there's no mention of like a partnership with coinbase they just said they're selling this vox on coinbase nft well that says to me it's a partnership but i don't know i don't know i mean it could be so but, I don't know. I, but, I see a lot of people fudding about Gala and everybody has an opinion about how good the developers are, how many developers they have. Like these people actually know how to develop. And there are some developers that go off on it too. And I challenge those developers to tell me how many companies that they've run. And if they have run companies, how big were they? Were they billion dollar companies? I mean, so there's there's a lot of a lot of details in there. All I'm doing is just pointing out the obvious. I'm not even being a fanboy. You don't hear me jizzing all about a new game. Oh my God, look at Miranda. Isn't this so cool? Oh my God, look. <gasps> you can do this. You can shoot goblins. You can. No, I don't do any of that. I'm, I'm simply just. Yeah, saying, you do. No. EOE. You did that with EOE. I don't recall that, but uh, sure. <laughs> uh, you don't you don't see that on a lot of Faz radios where I'm sitting there jizzing all over a, a specific product. Um, I I think it's good. I bought a bunch of EOE NFTs because I think I think it's good. I don't from what I think it's a good bet. Remember, if you're doing crypto, you're gambling, so it's a bet. Don't don't think that you're investing cuz you ain't. That's the way it has to be portrayed though because if if people think they're gambling, they're not going to spend their money as easily. That's what I'd like to portray it as because if you're if you're going to blow your money a lot of people who blow their money, they get all pissed off when when their their money goes away. It's like you're the dumbass. You're the you're the person who blew five thousand dollars and some some little fuzzy creature that 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 says robotic bullshit. Okay, that's on you. But people don't like that. All of a sudden, they get pissed at Gala. All of a sudden, they want to sue Gala. Why don't I just head 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 it all off and say you're the idiot that's spending your money on this shit? 
by the way, True. I'm not just bent, but I might be saucy. You you have your saucy voice tonight. Oh yeah. Well, I, I think I, I think all that on Twitter. Yeah, that Twitter got your got your juices flowing there. See what I did there? Uh, so far, no relax. juices have flown yet, except I, I, I did have to pee. Because when you drink like three glasses of water, that does make you have to pee. And I have to pee again. So, uh, well, we should probably wrap up anyway. We've been yeah, on for should. over an hour. Um, I was able to so, handle it. I, I was able to hold my liquor. <laughs> you did. You, you've got yourself some liquor. I saw that on Twitter. What? Wasn't that, didn't you post having a bottle of Snoop wine? I had, uh, yes, I I, I uh, got a bottle of Snoop wine, <laughs> having to drink, drink it. I just that'll show that'll Snoop. help clean you out too, you know? I guess so. Just might be purple. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the doctor for a loop on that one. Anyway, any, any last chats here? We got, uh, did you answer this guy who's getting married next month? I did. I gave him some uh, generic marriage advice. I got um, married at, at age 31. So uh, just assume that your money is not yours. Um, you, you, you have to uh, realize that y- your wife will have opinions on, on your money. Um, if you can get them to agree to not care, that's fine. But then just don't lose a lot of money because then they will care. <laughs> if you make a lot of money, they'll be like, who cares? Good enough. Uh, cool. What's the next one? Is Legacy a business game simulation? Yes, it is. It's uh, that it's it's one hundred percent that. It to me and Titan here, it looks like a Townstar clone, but just more detailed. In Townstar, you might sell like rolls of of wool. Well, in Legacy, you'd be making the rolls of wool, and and you you make products, and then you kind of handle it from that point of view so i can totally see what you make in legacy goes to get sold to people playing town star but that there's two problems with that that's a really complicated economy uh to manage because now these games are all these games two games are tied together um i i think that they would do that only if shit's going bad no, that would be cool though. With like dual monitors, you have Legacy up on the left monitor and Townstar on the right monitor, and watch the boat move from monitor to monitor and pull up. That'd be but really freaking. Cool. But what they could do, I guess, is um, maybe Townstar could take Legacy Coin or something. And well, there there are ways to solve it, but I, I think that stuff has to get a lot more mature first. They have to know what they're doing first. And I don't. I mean, obviously, with Townstar blowing up. They were kind of taken by surprise. I don't think, see, I, I know we want to end, but you, you got to open these cans of worms. And, you know, I call them hand grenades, right? You throw a hand grenade and then run. So I I don't think it blew up. I I think, I think they just didn't think ahead enough. And then they, it was like a spiral that couldn't be stopped. And they panicked and froze instead of taking action and let it go on way too long. <clears throat> and that's what I fault them for. 
is not shutting everything down instantly when that that horse shit was going on with people moving stuff around and cheating the system. I, I don't know this this instantly business. Um, I mean that that's 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 a hard call to make when you're running the company. If I was running the company, I would say, sure, I'll shut it down, but I want to know what what you're going to do in the meantime. What's the plan? Oh, you're going to do nothing in the meantime. Okay, what's our ETA? So that's what I'd be interested in. Now, they did say pretty much that by saying, we just decided to pull the trigger and do it because with town going down, every day that it was going down, it was making them look bad. So they decided to, to yank it and when they put it back in, there's going to be so many new features of Town Star that you know, okay, it'll it'll probably look better. There's there's going to be a lot of this look bad stuff happening with with any crypto coin. Yeah, but my point is, is they should have pulled the plug way earlier, way earlier, and just said we're we're going full stop right here until we can figure out how to counteract that. They're a new company. They're a new web. They're they're new. Um, it's a new crypto game. You know, okay. If you're running a crypto game and it's your primary source of income, that what what decisions are you going to make? What's well, good is I think there's more than one primary source of income, but I think they want it to be their primary source of income. I think they want these developed games like Miranda's and Townstar to give them to, to be what say that keeps the lights on. Yeah. It okay. So, I I argued the other side of that. Actually, I I I I was I was torn. I'm not, I'm not sure it's fair to call it cheating. You know, the the code is law kind of thing. I I do blame Gala for that. They should have thought ahead on that and had something ready for that. I would assume. Although lesson learned, the future games won't. And when Bitbender came on and told us, you know, hey, we're we're going to switch this to server side instead of client side, so these rogue scripts won't be able to do that kind of stuff. That's a big that, deal. Uh, it the, is the whole, the whole game. I mean, that's like saying I'm going to move from JavaScript to uh, to API calls. JavaScript runs whether whether you're connected to the website or not. Now, of course, we know that JavaScript would make API calls, but if you're doing all API calls, and then then it's it's a different type of experience. Yeah, uh, I I I. And you I can't think just you so. can't just sub them out one at a time, or so. Just just replacing the the client side to server side, you have to do it in in batches. It's like okay, when whenever you make a cake or something. You know, it, it, it does this client side, but now we want to go ask the server if it's okay first. Um, you got to do it for the ingredients for the cakes. You got to do it for, uh, you know, once once a cake is is delivered, um, what the what the cake is used for. I mean, if you're going to sell the cake, I mean, you you have every every feature has a ton of little actions associated with it that was done automatically that you want to keep track of. So yeah, you can you can make those calls one at a time, but the game experience. Is going to be shit. It's going to be like, how come every time I make a cake, it takes like fucking five minutes for it to appear in my my storehouse? And they're like, well, you see, we're we're trying to make the server side. And you're like, you fucking do it right, dude. Well, that's what they're doing. They're like, okay, let's just take it off the blocks and just do it right. I the the deeper 
understanding that I get. And and we talked about this, and you you said I was coddling uh, our friends at Gala when they come on. But here's the thing. The more you learn, the easier it is to, when, when you get the whys behind the whys, it's way easier for me not to lose my shit. Yeah, but so, the problem with that is the more information that any company tells you about what they're doing, the more introspection is there, there's going to be. So say they, they say it takes X number of developers to do this over an X period of time. You'll go, okay, yeah, that's fine. And then they'll be late. And then they'll have to explain why they're late. And you'll be like, well, we told you the developers. And actually what happens, it turn, turned out some of these developers weren't as up to speed as the other developers because we had to we had to get new developers. And, and the first, so you're going to start going, wait a minute, why'd you get shitty developers? Well, you know, because there's not a lot of uh, crypto developers out there. We need to hire some. This is what we're doing. And they're like, well, I expected you to be better than that. And we thought you can get top talent. So now, now you're having to answer questions about their hiring practices when you're talking about game deadlines. And then so you're like, okay, well, let's let's just get into how these cakes are made. The way we did this before, we'd have something on a blockchain or maybe in, in a local database, and you do this, 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 and this, and then it'd get entered into the database. Now we're making it so that you just do this, and it's entered into the database. And then you do that, and it's entered into the database. So some real smart people might go, that's really inefficient, really fucking inefficient. And they'd say, yeah, because uh, we actually preferring to do this on Geary Chain, and Geary Chain is a lot, ha has streaming features that, that Ethereum doesn't have. But we're going to make this work on Ethereum too. And then you're, you're, you're talking about, why are you making this work on Ethereum and Geary Chain? Now you're, you're questioning the development um, directions there. The, the questions get more and more and more and more. And that's why after a while, I'm just like, shut up. Gala, just do your fucking job and tell people to go fuck themselves. Well, they can't do that because, you know, they own the place and they, they want to make money. Um, but my experience as a developer is you got to be heads down for a while. And I've told my boss to go fuck himself after a while because it's just like, look, give me three days and then come back and then I'll tell you where I am. And then we can talk about what we can remove. Gamers don't like that. If you tell them something's going to be three done in three days, they expect it to be goddamn done in three days. If you tell them, oh, shit happens, this it took longer to be able to ex access this resource, so, so we're going to give you two rather than three, they're going to start keeping score. They're going to be like, well, okay, I made a web page on how many excuses Gala has. We're up to 37 excuses. It, go fucking deal with yourself. This is why games are, games are dark for, for years and years and years. Before they come out, I, I'm rather happy that DreamWorks said, but nothing about these these trolls until they they they're coming out like very soon, because while they're developing it, people are going to be like, when, 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 when you said trolls, when are you going to do trolls? What if an IP deal fell through? What if, what if uh, you know, th there's innumerable things. What if a technology thing doesn't get worked out? They have to go find another supplier or different developers or, or something. None of your fucking business, dude. So that's why they should be saying less and programming more, in my opinion. But, hey, it's the hard road that they're taking where they, they tell you a lot of what's going on.
That's my polemic. Which isn't, yeah, I mean, it's it's not a bad thing, but at the same time, I, there's like, so it's it's kind of funny, not funny. Um, I see a lot of the comments that people make where they're they're not real happy. And I go back thinking about myself and the things that I said like nine months ago. And there where I was nine months ago. And then through our conversations here and having gala guests on and and all the other information that has has been gathered and the, the best um information that we could parse together. I I feel completely different now. I still get pissed at them from time to time because they do stupid shit, but that's just life. But at the same time, understanding the why behind the why has taken a lot of that that anger or massive frustration away i yeah, there's certainly I think, some education that needs to happen yeah it 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 really does change your outlook um like on those on those uh shows we did with bitbender where you know he just kind of went look this is this is why this happened and then you hear it and you go oh okay i totally get that now so I, I do feel that I'm in a much better place once I opened my mind to, to hearing the whys behind the whys. Um, I, I did check off of, uh, I got my, my ticket punched for the FOMO stuff, though. I no longer FOMO anything, um, which is a good thing. I think I've done way better that way. Um so I, I feel that if if you're feeling any of those listening are feeling anxious or pissy towards gala, um, we have a self help program for you. We do. It's called it's called listen to when the gala people talk because a lot of times they will give you the why behind the why and it does make sense and. You can then turn around and go, oh, that's complete bullshit. There's still a lot of stuff. I, I I was just, the other day I was on here calling out a bunch of bullshit that, well, that I think is bullshit at least. Or you were and, sounding like a fanboy there. Yeah, you better you better follow that it, up. Well, no, I, I, am, I am not a fanboy. I am a participant. I'm a happy participant at the moment. Be, well, they haven't done anything to piss me off, but... There, there are decisions that they make. It's theirs to make. And do I agree with them all? No. And, and do I think they're stupid? Sometimes, yes. But I'm not the guy in the, uh, you know, in the corner office with a green name. Uh, if I was, things would probably be a lot different. But, you know, there's NDAs that are involved. I didn't realize that. when I, when, I think you told me about them, but I didn't even believe you at that point. I'm like, yeah, likely excuse get out of here and then when well, bitbender with all the remember they're a publisher for a bunch of companies everything they do has to has to go through a bunch of hoops with different companies well when bitbender broke that down on the show how all that takes place and because i asked him that was one of the questions i asked him i said walk me through like 
you know, shaking hands all the way till launch. And when when he answered that and talked like specifically about that NDA, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. You're not just being an asshole when you say, hey, I'm not going to talk about that. You like literally can't. You mean so, you thought that Gala Games was going to tell you all their plans as soon as they made them? They yeah they 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 did make those allegations to themselves. Hey, we're fully transparent. We want the community to know exactly what we're doing and how we're doing it. So again, it was a communication issue. So when people hear that, that's what you fielded a lot of questions in the past about that and shut people down and pissed them off when they're like, "We want to know how much Gala has and you know what they're spending their money on." You're like, "That's none, none of your, your fucking business." Right. So, but well, they said that they were fully transparent. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean what you think it means. And, and again, understanding what they mean by that, but they never provided context. So I, I see why people get upset. I see why I was upset a lot more back then too, because I interpreted that completely different. It's, it's interpretation. Um, I would debate. I would debate the assertion that they're quote fully transparent in everything they do. I would. I would suggest that they would say that they're fully that they're transparent on cert, that they're transparent when you might ask about boxes. They'll say we're transparent on that. They're they're not going to tell you we're transparent on everything. Yeah, but again, the way they phrased it, it made it sound like it was. And that's the way I interpreted it. That's the way a lot of other people interpreted it. And I think that led to a lot of unnecessary butthurt. But hey, that's me. So I've been edu educated. I think we're done. I can ramble forever. You know that. I but know. Yeah, we we probably ought to get done. It's already almost uh, 11 o'clock my time. I got to get up and go to work tomorrow. Yep. I still don't have any colon blow happening. So, uh it probably happened in the middle of the night. Don't worry, I won't let you know. Run. Run. If you get the gurgles, just start running. The gurgles. See, Otherwise, you'll be stuck walking. I am. Uh, and that is no fun. And once it starts, it don't stop. <laughs> Good to know. <clears throat> get your get your dude wipes and like three rolls of toilet paper. You're going to need every square of it. All right. So I'm going to make this music happen and then we're going to get out of here. So thank you very much guys for, for coming uh, and listening to us talk about uh, blowing your colon and uh, <laughs> clickbaity headlines and gala stuff. Bye.